Now listen closely. They will attack your eye till nothing remains but two bloody sockets. Ladies and gentlemen, my subject is disturbed tonight. Her world is disturbed. Now I saw those bodies and whoever mutilated them has a very special problem. There's nothing to be afraid of. Stay Scary Podcast. Um, no. Do you see a counterpart? Yes. Yeah. Are scary. And I scared Mephisto just this morning, farting in the bed. <laughs> He's all like cuddled up against me and I farted and he just, not, he just bolted upright. And That's not a cat fart. That's a human fart. Well, then, yeah. Well, <laughs> Should we just launch right fart. into queefs now? Queefs. And talk, <laughs> queefs. About the fact I that... did not queef. I farted. <laughs> Although probably queefing would scare him too because Mephisto is fucking scared of everything. Well, oh, queef, yeah. queefing does relate to the final girl in that. All things vagina are scary to 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 male horror to, filmmakers, yes. and that's why yes. we have Final Girls. Yes. All right. So, welcome to Stay Scary Podcast. My name is Lisa McColgan, and my guests today are Felicia Ryan from the Hi Felicia Podcast. Ah! She's screaming because it's scary. And then pinch hitting is it pinch hitting? Pinch yeah. hitting. Yeah, pinching. Yes. Oh, is uh, is my husband and uh, Bikini Wheel bandmate, Kevin Coombs. Hi. He does, uh, and so we are going to be talking about The Final Girl, as was mentioned before, and that is a pretty damn prevalent trope in modern horror. So let me just uh, read from my notes here, consult my notes. So who is The Final Girl? Who is The Final Girl in films where a group of people, usually teenagers, young adults, are hunted and slaughtered by some evil entity, the lone survivor by the end of the story is a girl. She's frequently covered in blood and a lot of times you're not entirely sure if she does survive because the movie ends with some kind of jump scare or hitch. Many times the final girl starts out as the virginal ingenue and by the end of the movie has learned hard lessons about her safety both within her peer group and outside of it. Don't you love that sentence? I'm so good. That's really good. I'm so good. I like when you read something of your own and you're like, damn, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Um, All of her friends have been dismembered and she's now on her own and covered in blood. Sometimes she's the one who's savvy enough to know that some fuck shit is going on and tries to warn both her friends and the adults in her life, but she still winds up on her own and covered in blood. My research sources for this episode include the book Men, Women, and Chainsaws, Gender in the Modern Horror Film, written by Carol J. Clover, or Clover, 1992. That's where the term The Final Girl was first coined. I spent a good deal of time on the internets, as I do, and uh, found many good articles on the website's uh, Den of Geek, 1428 Elm and the Women's Media Center. Um, They were particularly helpful in my research. So there are a ton of final girls, way too many to cover in one episode. Um, Of course, there's Jamie Lee Curtis uh, from Halloween, who exemplifies both the Scream Queen and the final girl. Um, But Mm -hmm. there are a lot of final girls. My two favorites that I'll probably keep coming back to as we talk about this are Kirstie Cotton from Hellraiser and Nancy Thompson from A Nightmare on Elm Street. To me, they sort of typify, um, particularly in the in the 80s, um, 
where I, I feel like that final girl trope is most prevalent mm-hmm. in the 80s, um, where it's the good girl. She's not having sex. She's having a, a fairly, if she's in a relationship, it's a fairly chaste one. Um, and, uh, you know, all of her friends are, are slaughtered. Um, oh, not so much with Hellraiser. It's not her friends. It's her family members that are being skinned alive. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Nancy definitely, like, you know, her friends are being picked off one by one by Kruger. But, um, yeah, she's the good girl. And, you know, what does that mean? Is that is that problematic? I feel like in the 80s, um, you know, you those movies were definitely about um, warning you don't don't have sex, don't have premarital sex, don't have sex with your boyfriend because you're going to get a pitchfork like plunged into you. Yeah, that's like the classic yeah. example of it, right? You know, who the, doesn't the, the, want a pitchfork plunged the, into them the you know? for, well, while yeah. you're doing it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's about Sassy. it's a question about want or you know. <laughs> sometimes you need. I mean, yeah, there should be a flipped there. and reversed version of this episode that focuses just on the girls who get annihilated early on because they're slutty right, sluts because they sneak off right. and they yeah, have yeah, sex yeah. with their boyfriends because yeah. the slutty sluts. But they are go making first. up and providing like one half of perhaps what a woman is so like they the two can't exist sort of they exist in these films separately but they really are part of a whole so someone sliced up different parts of a woman's psyche well well, yeah it's like when you were you were talking about earlier about what is the the crone the the maiden maiden mother mother crone crone. um although they don't really work the slut in into that it's a maiden maiden. it could be the maiden the maiden Maiden doesn't have to be chaste maiden is just a sexually viable young woman yes yes Uh, yeah so but, it's also kind of a the, like the virgin horror complex. I mean, it's just yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. the, the the girl that runs off with her boyfriend early in the evening is not worthy to stick around. But the girl who, you know, fights off hey, her boyfriend Hey, that's the or mother of Christ you're talking about there. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, mother of God. Because well, no, the mother of Christ would be the one who wouldn't run off with her boyfriend at the beginning of the party. She did She'd run stick off with her boyfriend. There should be a horror movie where the Virgin yeah. Mary is the, is the final girl. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Well, there usually are like, like ones where yeah. like the statues come to life and it's always like, it's, sometimes it's Jesus, but other yeah. times it's Mary. But right? I mean, just imagine like, 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 you know, a nativity, a nativity on Elm Street. <laughs> Everybody gets picked off. You know? Isn't there a horror movie that has to do with Christmas? Oh, there's a, there's a bunch. There's Black oh, yeah. Christmas. There's actually a final girl in Black Christmas. Um, yeah, no, there's there's plenty. And then and there's Krampus the, the Krampus. Krampus. Yeah, baby. The Krampus was great. Um, but yeah, um, so back to back to final <laughs> girl. That's but you All know right. that gives me an idea. Yeah, there's definitely a Christmas. Oh, episode. we should do that at the we holidays do, time. Yes, oh. a Christmas episode. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, but back to final girl. Um, so final girl is really kind of a. I mean, it, I think it's something that is. We could probably find a lot of examples of it that aren't quite as obvious, but the obvious ones, it it goes hand in hand with maybe the 80s, 70s, 80s. The slasher, slasher films. films. Yeah. Um, 
but there's definitely ways, and I know you've got some examples up your sleeve in terms of how it could be stretched to other situations, right. things where maybe Nancy, people aren't as obvious about it. Nancy also, um, in Nightmare on Elm Street, she hits Crohn's stage because when she comes back in one of the, oh, in the additional it, ones, she has like the white streak in her hair. Right. Well, she had the, didn't she have the white and, streak in her hair by the end of the first movie? Uh, maybe she, I'm thinking she comes back from like the ooze or like the coming back from the dream does mm. it i feel like she does have the white well no she does hair. have that i'm trying to remember if she got if she if she went gray because of the horror she endured in the first movie and now i don't remember is there a final right. girl in poltergeist now that you just brought that up well i mean well there's the mother but mm. i don't know if she's not the final girl because nobody she nobody's isn't. getting nobody's i don't nobody's getting killed in that movie no nope I mean, the girl gets. I mean, it's on the, the mother. Side. It's the mother who's fighting in the end. Yeah. Um, more so than than the men in the movie. Yeah. It's the mother and the uh, and the. This house is clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enter into the light. <laughs> no, no, no. There so is what? peace and serenity <laughs> no, in the light. No. no. Yeah, oh, does that? Oh, does that? Cream, does that bug you out? Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, no. It's, um, but. <laughs> I, I, I fucking so, love that movie. So for the for the final girl, like part of the precondition is that, like the whole fact that you know, there's this peer group that's getting picked that's off. That's getting one picked one. off one yeah, by yeah. one. But then I know I keep bringing this example of of like the thing. Yeah, know, where it's oh, like that's a bunch the of final guys, bro. There's the final <laughs> that's bro. That's the final there bro. There are only because, men in that movie. Kat. Yeah, I, but as so, much so as I enjoy no, that like, movie, it doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, you can talk about it. No, well, I, yeah. I mean, obviously, I think you could use it as a as shut a, Kev's microphone. It's kind of a you're, you're shut off. It's a uh, talking about your final bro. <laughs> Kurt Russell doesn't count. I think it's just an illuminating Kurt Russell example. does not have a vagina. Kurt yeah. Russell does not have a vag. Yeah. He doesn't count. Talk about the well, one that you mentioned before we were started recording when we thought we were recording. <laughs> you about- had to bring that up. You had to bring that up. Cat Lisa, you're the final girl because we've just been cut, you know. Yeah. But what? the uh, the what cavernous one. Where oh, they oh, the descent. The descent. Yeah. Like that. Oh, that movie fucked me up. Like not, you know, I'm I'm so like desensitized to so much stuff now, but like the descent like truly fucked me up. Explain. Okay. Well, because I mean, that's an interesting twist on it because the peer group is a group of women. Um, They're this group of women who all go and do these extreme sporting things together once a year. And so there's one year where they go white river rafting and um, it's already an implausible movie. Yeah. So, so, so so the, in the woman loses her, um, her, there's a woman who loses her husband and her kid in a horrible accident um, after they're coming back from the rafting trip. And it turns out in this, group of women, um, they get together, I think the following year, you know, to sort of, you know, like life goes on, we're going to keep doing this. And so there's another woman in this group that was banging the husband, the, you know, the woman's husband. And so, you know, she knows what's going on, but the, the wife didn't know that this friend of hers was banging her husband. And I think there was one woman in the group who knew about it and it's this group of women. And so they get back together and they go cave exploring you know they go exploring as, one's the, as, as one women does. do they're you know <laughs> the Wait, warning I, is I, don't. I seem to remember you watching this movie and i walked through a few times and i wasn't that into it 
And I definitely would have been more into it if I'd known it was about women exploring caves. caves. <laughs> if I, I mean, think I'm catching this, what's going on here, fraught, but I might be this movie is Wait a second. Fraught they, with symbolism. Were they literally exploring like actual caves? Yes. They, oh, okay. They well, were, then I guess I was. But, you know, they, they were Sorry. exploring the great cave that is all, is not that is all vaginas. Great lesbian the, movie. Great, yeah. the great cave, which represents the vagina in all of us. Were they right. looking for good finger holes? <laughs> So they go down um, in was this it a cave. Damp cave, or was it a, well, it was like a dry? <laughs> no, cave. it was a damp cave. So there are these Were like there ropes sub- involved. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it, this is this is extreme sports. There's like ropes and all of this. So they go in this cave. Did and, they have really nice outfits on? Uh, well, no. I mean they're all like wearing you know sporty cave exploring <laughs> outfits. <laughs> There's a whole market for it. What do you wear when you're exploring a cave? Gloves. Someone please Google that. Finger cots. (laughs) Make sure you have your power bars and your finger cots when you're going to explore a cave. So, all right, so chalk go down. Up. Make sure you chalk they, up too. They go, they go down into this cave, and there are these horrible, like you know, subterranean humanoid creatures that have they look like potatoes. They're blind. They don't look like potatoes. They look like like these bat people. They're like these pale, horrible bat people with like these teeth, and they're blind. And but they have like supersonic ears. You know, they they have like bat ears, and then. And one by one, you know, the, these women are getting, you know, annihilated by these creatures in the cave because, you know, this is what happens when you <laughs> watch out for the cave. So when yeah. they're going, go, so is somewhat the plot of this movie that they don't like go down and come out? They have to keep going they're, down? They're stuck in the cave oh. because what happened is the girl who was banging the other woman's husband um chose a cave that wasn't like on the map of, you know, caves that had been explored, you know, because a she's because cave. she's extreme and you want a mysterious cave that you've never been in before. Right. Um so because yeah. The Morlocks live down there and they eat people. The, yeah. Yes. They're like these Morlock things. Yeah. Um, so who's the final girl in that movie? So well that's the twist there is that yeah, I mean there there's a final girl obviously, but it ends up and without you know, I'm not gonna spoil it too much, but it ends up being down to the woman, the two women, you know, the woman who the lost her husband, the betrayed. Yes, ah. yes. And I'm not going to tell you which one ends up being the final girl. But it was interesting, you know, watching that and, and being aware of how different it is from typical movies where a group of people are enduring something together and it's all women. Um, Do you know if the film was um, directed or written? It was directed by a guy. Um, uh, Yeah. Big surprise there. Well, actually. Yeah. (laughs) I could just, oh yeah, I could just see some like, you know, could there be more hair pulling? Can you ladies do some more hair pulling? There was no, there wasn't any hair pulling in that movie. I want to tell you this, probably not the way you do it. If you were really a woman in a cave, like, you know, I, I can just see the, 
director saying something. I like still that. want sure someone to have a good finger hold yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so without telling you which one ends up being the final, it was very, it was interesting <laughs> to see it come down to these two women. And I actually thought, I'm like, okay, wow, are they both going to survive this? And, you know, no. Because everybody has uh, subterranean creatures with bat ears living in their vaginas. Yes, I have many. I've <laughs> named them all. <laughs> is there, and this, uh, this is a question, does, are there horror movies that have uh, flesh-eating vaginas in them? Well, or? yeah, I mean, that's that's a probably another episode, too. It's yes. just an episode that's purely about vaginas, like teeth. Where this Teeth was an awesome movie. Teeth was that was an teeth. excellent movie. I, and and I say really... this as, as a white man with a dick. <laughs> as a woman. Well, not I'm everything I say has to, to be judged be on that. A woman. But, but Teeth was actually <laughs> a very see. humorous and very good movie. And and I don't know that you would really, it wasn't really, not really final girl type movie. No. I mean, basically. It's the final dick. Yeah. So yeah. moving forward a little bit in your timeline, final girls, like... Sigourney Weaver and Alien? Oh, yes. I mean, she's, yeah, she's definitely a final girl in, in both Alien and Aliens. In I think Aliens is the better movie. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, Ripley, Ripley is definitely the final girl in, um, in both of those. Mm. How do you both. feel about Newt? Yeah, Newt, well, yeah, Newt, Newt in and of herself is, is a final girl because she's been surviving all of this time. Um, oh, we just found a movie that had a maiden and a and mother a, in and it. And a mother. Mm. As final girls. As final yeah. girls, yeah. yeah. But then, you know, in the, in the next movie, like... in the next movie, we lose Newt, um, which pissed me off. So I kind of wanted Newt to, you know. You wanted her to survive. I wanted her to survive and claim the mantle. But she didn't. And would um, Sarah Connor and Sarah Connor? Oh, yeah, wow. Sarah Connor in Terminator awesome and the Terminator. Terminator. Sarah, Sarah Connor. Sarah, Sarah Connor is fucking definitely a final girl kid. Yeah, yeah, especially right you know, the first two Terminator movies. She's, she's like a can, wicked cool character. Yeah, and and the second one, she's fucking ripped. She's ripped. You know what would have been a name for her? A better name, Donner. Donna. Donner. <laughs> Sarah Connor. Donner. Donner. Oh. Donner Connor. Donna. No, Donna. <laughs> Donner Connor. Donna Connor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They changed, though, from their first movie to their second movie in the series. Both of those characters are maidens. So mm-hmm. they're the young, virginal, you know, sort of Certainly reluctant. less ripped than they are in the second movie. And then the second, they're both mothers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ripley well, the becomes a mother too. Rip- well, yeah, that's the interesting yeah. thing is that it's 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 almost like descent. It's like women on women, like yeah. you know, put her down, you bitch. I've seen a lot of women on women films, but not really <laughs> in this Jesus. genre. Shut the fuck Sorry. up! <laughs> Don't. It's, I came on your podcast just to talk. <laughs> Well, actually. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Well, actually. And, and here in the well, actually corner. Yeah. Is there any other um, more more recent uh, horror-ish movies that you would like to ping about the No, we were talking girl? about The Witch. The Witch. Like The Witch. Like I, that hadn't even occurred to me until recently because, you know, you all, you guys know since you live in the house with me. Yeah. Um, and we've we've all seen the witch. I mean, I've seen it 
in the theater like I think three times because that movie just like was so mesmerizing to me. But and even so, like I hadn't thought of it in the context of the final girl where the daughter of this, you know, uptight, rigid Calvinist, you know, family. It's just so interesting to me because I feel like I feel like so having only viewed it once. Right. I felt like that character, the daughter, was like clueless throughout the whole movie. Like I never felt like any part of her actions were heroic. Like no, I felt like she was just she was truly overtaken. She by was the, tide. the she was the pursued, um, you know the Satan or the the devil or you know as embodied by Black Philip, who is you know clearly you know, the I, best character I in that Black movie. Phillip. I I want a Black Philip tattoo. I want well, a Black Philip Justin Kopeck. Justin Kopeck is my tattoo guy, and if and if he's listening, this is my next tattoo, Justin. We we need to do Black Philip. Can we get a goat for the backyard, Kev? <laughs> black Philip, Black Philip. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I want a Black Philip with horns. I guess it would save on black mowing Phillip, the lawn. But... Black Philip. Oh, and then what does Black Philip offer? He's, he's she's you know. What's what's thou like a pretty dress? Mm. Wouldst thou like the taste of butter? You know, like definitely um, enticing her with more feminine things. I mean, I guess butter is feminine. Um, she couldn't make her own fucking butter. Like, aren't uh, they like out in the wilderness uh, and don't they just need one of those churning uh, things? I guess they don't get the really good butter <laughs> out there. Um, Sorry to interrupt, but okay. okay, I did I did a little research and it's Ralph Innocent, Innocent, Innocent. Okay. Who plays the father and the witch? And he's he has, he is on Game of Thrones. He's Dagmar Cleftjaw on Game of Thrones, and he okay. was in the Harry Potter. So he films. was in okay. the, he was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I was yeah. yeah. So you okay. were you were kind of right. He looks like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, he's in somebody's house, the house of whatever. <laughs> the band, you he's know. a drag queen. <laughs> no, on Evangelista. Oh, okay. You Sorry, know, no. Not house to go of way off topic, but Lisa and I are watching Pose with Billy Porter too. So I started watching. You that. say house? Oh, I think ball. So mm-hmm. Right. The category is yeah. Final Girl. Yeah, that would be Final <laughs> Girl realness. <laughs> so you'd have to. Everybody would have to come out covered. You are in the blood. final girl, and all your friends are sluts. <laughs> <laughs> you are covered in blood. Work. <laughs> That works. Final That'd girl. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> this is a good um, Watch out behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Pose, final girl. Um, so back to the witch. Um, the ending, I, I, when I think of it in the context now of the final girl, the ending deeply upset me the first time I saw that movie. And I remember because we went to see it with the with Dan Petchy. And, yes. And at the time, Dan Petchy and I were uh, were still working together. And, you know, I would just have these arguments with him at work. Like, you know, like I hated that ending. And he's like, no, the ending wasn't that bad, girl. It was fine. And I'm like, no, I hated that ending. You know, and then I saw it a couple more times and I hated it a little less. But now that I'm thinking about it in the context of the final girl. I think it's really interesting. She's the final girl, um, the final girl that survives in her family because everybody gets slaughtered. But then she goes into the woods and is absorbed into this coven of women. 
like naked, frolicking women Riding who are women. You know, <laughs> serving, who are ultimately serving a very masculine they entity. They fucking fly, man. Hey, That's man, cool. You know, and, and as a practicing witch, you know, that I do not fly. We do not fly. I do. I do oh, walk geez. around. I do walk around naked, but. <laughs> But no, I mean, I just thought that was interesting. I was just sort of like, okay, yeah, she's the final girl. And but she but, figures out a way to survive. She, you know, she figures and out. I think she figures out a way to survive that. Ulti- well, I mean, I see the, the trouble. She with, succumbs but I, and I, signs I, her name in the book. Okay. I think she kind of gives up. That's, that's my take, Yeah, I guess though. that's where I have a problem because, yes, you could see it that way because she is serving a male, you know, she's serving this male masculine and and I guess within the context of the movie Evil, you know, Lord and Master. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, on the other hand, you know, I looked at that film and saw it as a, a – um, you know, an indictment of organized religion and, mm-hmm. you know, and conventionality and the fact that the reason she had so, you know, the reason she kept hitting a wall and having so much trouble and being doubted by her father and everything else was because they were all so rigid and stuck in this, you know, religious system. First of all, that that excludes the family, ostracizes the family from the community, mm-hmm. pushes them out, which starts the problems in the first place. And then her individual family rejects her because they don't believe her. And so, yeah, she succumbs. Yeah, she surrenders. She figures out a way to survive by finding a group that doesn't ostracize her or, you know. I think one of the things the movie did that I thought was very clever was, so I got all of what you just said, but she was also um, doubted and because she was, she had the thing that almost everyone in her family coveted. So her well, brother coveted her, uh, so her creepy. father coveted yeah. her, yeah. her mother coveted her yeah. Yeah. for the yeah. attention that her father and her brother paid her. Right. Yeah. But I also got the sense that the other... Except the with, creepy twins, they didn't covet anything except Black Phillip. Black Phillip. Yeah. <laughs> the well, they were twins, twins, so they were already creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the other women in the film who were the witches... I don't know. Maybe I was reading into this, but I got the sense that they made cho- a choice, a conscious choice yeah, oh, sure. yeah. to yeah. be what they were. Yeah. To yeah. sign your yeah. name in the book. So there was power in that. She was constantly fighting against the thing that she was, which was she was just her in her body, a young girl, obviously attractive. She couldn't uh, she couldn't. um she couldn't control what others saw or wanted from her. Like mm-hmm. she had no control yeah. over that. She did have control at the end, whether she decided to sign her name in the book, but I don't know. I couldn't sense from the way that movie was portray- the portrayal of her at the end or whether that was conscious choice or not. Mm. Well, I mean, she definitely seemed happy about being naked and flying at the end, <laughs> you know? Like, Which is strange because be? she she did it because she wanted a pretty dress, but she didn't want to wear the dress after all. Mm, Maybe just... the butter was so good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember something about cheese too. No, I don't remember or, there being cheese in that movie. Is okay. that like a is that a a, oh, I a veiled attempt no. at a vagina joke? No. Like, oh, <laughs> no. I wasn't going there, but you can. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what else so is in your cave? <laughs> the other thing about that actress. In What's the in witch, your cave? She was the final girl in um, Split, which was yeah. a M. Night Shyamalan yeah. movie. I haven't seen that, but I feel like I was just talking about it recently. 
<laughs> you guys fucking suck so bad. <laughs> All right. Yes, we were recording without actually recording, and that's on me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, when were we talking about this? I feel like we were just talking about this. Shut up. <laughs> this has happened to me at least once, <sighs> perhaps twice, Lisa. So I know. you're not the only I one know. who's done that. But the, yeah, the, I mean, so yeah, there's a psychosexual component in the witch that I think also goes back to the final girls in the '80s, especially Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. I mean, I feel like like for the like, I mean, and that's just like, you know, overt, like there's that scene where Nancy's in the bathtub, you know, like, you know, and drifting off to sleep. And then all of a sudden, like, there's a shot and you can see, you know, like her legs are spread, you know, she's in the tub and, and Freddy Krueger's glove comes up, you know, with the knives, like, you know, that heading toward shot, like, yeah. like a shark, you yeah. know, heading toward Nancy's vagina. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's so obvious, but I remember like, you know, when, you know, because when I saw that, I think I was, you know, in early teens. Right. Um, and yeah, Someone that's dies freaky. by getting sucked in by their bed, too. Right? Yeah, that was uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. 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 Johnny Depp. Yeah. Johnny Depp gets sucked into the bed and then there's just like this like geyser of blood. And the yeah. whole thing, too, about him and her battling in her dreams. That's a really interesting thing because dreams can also be like your unconscious or your subconscious, and there's like yeah. all sorts well, of like, sexual things yeah. going on and there, right? That's, and that's, and that's why through all the nightmare, well, like Kirsty, Kirsty and Hellraiser, and Nancy and, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I, I keep coming back to them because they're up against a kind of evil that's different from a guy in a mask, you yeah. know, with mm-hmm. a machete or a pitch, a pitchfork. It's not, you know, some psycho guy. It's like it's this the embodiment of of evil it's it's freddy krueger's ghost in one case and it's the yeah. cenobites and the creepy uncle mm-hmm. you know in uh in in hellraiser and, well, hellraiser is is you know one of my favorites just because it's basically like a cautionary tale of what happens to you if you get into bdsm <laughs> It's, you know, you just, you take it too far and then all, you're just, you know, you're just looking for ways to mine the sorrow and, <laughs> you know, ways to find the tears and squeeze them out of everybody. And, and it really is sort of, I mean, you know, she's. No tears, yeah, please. Yeah. She's it's such you know, a waste of good suffering. Trying to, trying to, she's trying to stay alive. She's trying to defeat whatever this evil is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and also, <clears throat> you know, we know the origin story. I think it's the second movie that the origin story comes in, or is it later? Where we actually see Pinhead before he was Pinhead, and he's there. no, that's not the second one. I yeah, think it's that's later like in the, the series, one, but yeah. he's that handsome English soldier who, you know, evidently, you know how the English are. They start to go to other parts of the world, and they just can't handle it, and they have to go and taste some of the local fruit, and you know, the next thing <laughs> yes, you know, quite. make that sound dirtier you know, than it is, Kevin. They, 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 they can't get any dirtier. <laughs> the next thing you know, there's you know just looking to be flayed alive in some way because it brings him so much pleasure and 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 uh, humiliation and, and it all has to you know it all it, you have to learn that that's not the right way to do it or you're going to end up sucked into this world on the other side and i think that there's also something about you know um the the 
Um, so the guys turn bad in those movies because they've had some sort of sexual experience with a woman that was either. No, not no, even no, a woman, not in no, the Hellraiser. No, 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 no it's, it's not even like. So the Cenobites are essentially like a, a type of people that are, I guess it's it's difficult to really. And I think the backstory is kind of altered a little bit throughout the series, too. But I mean, they're basically the men and women. I mean, some of the one of the Cenobite, at least one or two of the Cenobites are female. No, right? there's one. Yeah, there's a female Cenobite. And they're people who um, took it too far. They took they had they were masochists who basically or yeah, they would be masochists who basically took it too far. Like they just could not. They they got the ultimate experience of pleasure as pain or pain as pleasure. And they needed to go further than that. And they've become they've like crossed over to become these supernatural beings who are trying to kind of get everybody to this point, they basically try and inflict the most painful thing they can inflict on people to push them into their realm. And that's what, and then they, you know, they so they're trying to, them. it's the masochist becomes sadist. And it's all triggered with this. And they're trying to convert or co- recruit. I'm not sure. I think they're, they're not even recruiting. I mean, I they're just, they they're of, just like tearing people apart. Yeah. And it has something to do with them. You know, they do sort of absorb the souls of these people. That's why they kind of fight to get the, at, in the first Hellraiser, they kind of, there's this so they're like demons. Deal. They're yeah, I mean, yeah, they're like, demons. Yeah. Collect. They're yeah. collectors. So, so yeah. So basically, yeah. That, that's that's what I find more interesting yeah. uh, with Final Girls when they're when they're trying to defeat something much bigger, right? And specifically than themselves, yeah. right? And specifically with Hellraiser, like um, I I'm drawing a blank on the character's name. Uh, the final girl in Hellraiser is. Kirsty. Uh, Kirsty. Um, you know, she, it isn't just a simple matter of like fighting off the thing that's attacking her. She needs to kind of figure out what's going on. She needs to figure out the lament configuration. She needs to be clever and figure things out to try and fight this thing and defeat it, not just like, you know, okay, when it attacks me, I'm going to fight back harder <laughs> mm-hmm. and kill it. It's, it, there's more, there's a cleverness to it and a, and a problem solving aspect to it. Um, which I think is important. Yeah, that, that's why that's why that the, those two are are more interesting to me. I think mm-hmm. um, because you know they're yes they're you know virginal um, they're the good girls but they they're also you know up against. I mean, certainly with the lament configuration, like almost like this mathematical um, dilemma. I guess mm. maybe I'm just and the, projecting. So just thinking about slasher movies to the girl in Chainsaw. Oh yeah, yeah, the final girl. I mean, she's like you know that's the one that when I when I kept writing about, and she's covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she's yeah, she's like screaming and covered in blood. And same with the final girl in uh, going back to um, the descent. You know, covered in blood. Did screaming. you talk about the blob this time? Uh, did- <laughs> Sorry. Stop. <laughs> yes. Yes. We talked about the blob before I realized that we weren't recording. No, because that was a good example. No, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm t- yeah, the remake of the blob, the, the 88 remake, yeah. um, because um, I was working at um, the, the movie theater. That was the summer before I went to college. Um, 
Right. Where is the working. movie theater? <laughs> well, right. for all you South Shore people, that was the movie theater at the Harbor Light Mall. Mall? Mall? <gasps> Mall? Mall? Yeah. We always do the echo thing because like there was like nothing in that mall. I swear to God, it was built on like, you know, Wampanoag, like sacred burial Probably. ground. Yeah, and right. That's Probably. why everything, it was the fail mall. Hashtag yeah. fail mall. But there was a movie theater in there and I did work there that summer. And there were two horror movies that... um that came out that summer. One was Monkey Shines. Yeah. And then the other was The Blob. And yeah, so there's a final girl in The Blob. Um, if you're talking about sort of like a faceless entity, I mean, it's still like mm-hmm. a physical entity. But um, yeah, so the final girl is Meg and she leads The Blob to the army canisters or whatever and mm-hmm. they, they blow it the fuck up. But yeah, and I stole that I still poster. Remember that scene. I stole that poster from the movie theater and <laughs> promptly hung it up in my dorm room, that you know my freshman dorm. And and uh, yeah, I think I, I had my my first roommate. I, <laughs> she was my roommate only for about two weeks. Like, like she didn't. <laughs> that blob poster went up and it was all over. But then it was a happy ending because then I found my next roommate and we were roommates for like the next two and a half years and she was down with she was down with the blob poster. can we talk about the movie that first scared us well i mean that's sort of like a, a, a that's its own thing. that's yeah. its own topic but i mean yes we talked about that too yeah. before <laughs> God, you guys are just fucking the worst <laughs> uh, we covered so much good ground that's why i, was I know i know i know um but i mean it's yeah since this is the first episode I mean, I grew up in a house with a with rather permissive parents in the regard that, you know, we were allowed to watch all kinds of stuff that we probably shouldn't have been watching. But like, you know, horror movies and and that sort of thing. But oddly enough, the first thing that really kind of spooked me out, um, freaked my shit out was The Wonderful World of Disney. It was a movie on The Wonderful World of Disney called um, The Child of Glass. And it's this, this little ghost girl with a little uh, doll. And, and and the ghost girl was played by the girl who played the um, girlfriend in Repo Man. Um, Olivia Barone. <laughs> there you go. It's, the, it's like the one piece of trivia that I always can be counted on to like reliably remember. Actually, in Olivia Barash's first television role was as the girl on Little House on the Prairie who gets sexually assaulted. Oh, yes. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, so, so she was in The Child of Glass. It was a very Glass. special episode. And she I was remember. all, was a she was all yes. blue and fuzzy. I just remember because she was a ghost. And I remember that just like really like... And and when I went back and actually, you know, because thank God for YouTube and and the internet. When you when you when you try to like, did I hallucinate that because I was three and like three and three and four year olds are just like kind of naturally on acid, you know? Like, did that did actually you have happen? Too much codeine? Yeah, you know, well, no, no. It's like no, they're just, naturally on. They're like just drugs. naturally. Little I swear to God, like little kids have like an acid gland, you know? Like like they're just like f- like amazed by everything. But anyway, so yeah, so the movie actually existed and. So actually this very sort of benign sweet little movie but like it freaked me out and there's a whole website i'm gonna plug um i'm gonna plug kinder trauma um have you've been if you've been on kinder trauma which is a whole website devoted to like weird ass stuff that freaked you out like commercials you know horror movies obviously but yeah yeah like the first thing that really fucking freaked me out was the child of glass and it wasn't even that scary I'll go for the monkeys and the Wizard of Oz, but Never the first scared me because of their teeth. 
in their little bellhop outfits. And Dorothy's sort of a final girl, a kinda, kinda. I mean, she's up. She to, she's up. Yeah, she's yeah. the one that ultimately has to defeat. And I would say also the film Magic with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Right. It's a shame Anthony Hopkins didn't do any other roles in horror. <laughs> so he, scary. He is kind of scary, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. I'm being facetious. Serial killer. Yeah. No, well, he was... Yeah. He was one He's of the, the most best. famous roles in, in horror. Um, first movie that scared me was... Uh, that I can remember thinking of was Amityville Horror. Yes. And I'm sure yeah. there were things that scared me when I was younger than that, because when that came out, I was about 11 or 12. And my mom brought me to see it because I had read the book and was fascinated with the book. Um, and, I read and the, the book, too. Yeah. The, I think the book was, I mean, the book still scared me more. Yes. Um, but the movie definitely scared me. But, you know, at that point in time, I was treating this as like a documentary because it was like, yeah. that's well, the way it was, you know, an allegedly true story. That's an allegedly true story. Now I've actually People done trying a, to offload a, a house they couldn't afford. Ton. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like we could do, I could do my own podcast and do an episode on all the research I've done on the Amityville Horror. I think the Lutzes are both dead now. The kids are all messed up. They don't speak to each other. If you, there's one of the sons that if you call him up and ask him about it, he will scream at you for 10 minutes and then hang up the phone from what I Is understand. Is that what happened, Kev? That's what happened. <laughs> um, but, uh, and they were basically, you know, they were just trying to rip off the exorcist. But it was one of the first things I remember, you know, frightening me. Yeah. Um, as a kid. And no final girl. And Reagan, Reagan. Well, no, Reagan's not really a final girl. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because I'm thinking about the final girl in, in, you know, in a group of people, you know, whether it's the witch where, where it's her family yeah. or, you know, it's Nightmare on Elm Street where it's this group of teenagers. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is interesting, you know, how evil tends to gravitate towards virginal girls. Yes. Why is that, Lisa? Right. Because most horror movies are directed by misogynistic Please, white men. No, because, because, pu- <laughs> because puberty and, and adolescent women and, and, and girls coming into themselves is deeply frightening. And, and also, you know, I mean, because when you're, tur- when you're turning into a, when you're becoming a woman, turning into a woman, um, when, when, you know, and, and terror, you know, you're moody and, and you're bleeding, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's a it's a very again it just comes back to like the psychosexual. Why, yeah. why, um, why are the girls bleeding? Shut up! Because they've been stabbed right. in the cave. <laughs> they go down. Oh, they go down I into the cave and I they emerge see. covered in blood. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I had one of my previous podcast guests, we talked all about like tribes and rituals and like how in our modern society, we don't have that sense. And once of, again, that's the High Felicia podcast. <laughs> Thank plug, you. Plug, plug, plug. That, that we don't have that sense of like how to create rituals for people to pass from one phase to another. Mm-hmm. Or we have some, but we don't have as many as we used to or in more sort of organized group society. Yeah, I mean, the ritual have- now. Is like you know you 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 know you you go and you buy your first box of maxi pads and then you, you just you try to figure it out. That's that's the ritual. <laughs> but this, but the, again, it's like why is why would there be why why should it be mysterious? Why is it threatening? Why like why like I don't 
I don't understand those things. I'm sure there would be probably no horror well, movies. Just, you know, the, fem- the feminine, <laughs> yeah. the, you know, the feminine mystique, you know, and, 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 you know, I think, yeah, there's misogyny involved in it that, that, you know, women are actually, you know, there's power in, in womanhood and in, in coming into one's self. And that's frightening. So it has to be carved yeah. up into little pieces. It has to be controlled. It has to be either destroyed or controlled. So one of the things, what do you, how do you reconcile for yourself watching these movies, but also being, you know, a feminist and obviously yeah. not a shrinking violet? Like, how do you reconcile for yourself? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's always, you know, and, and, and I was reading, uh, Nick Cave wrote this response to the thing with Morrissey this week, you know, cause every time Morrissey opens his mouth, it's problematic. And, but you know how, and people are like, you know, is Morrissey canceled? Are the Smiths canceled? Because, you know, he says all of these like inane, horrible things. And, um, you know, it, it, it's art in some way. And well, yeah, no, it, it, it is art. You, you do understand that what you are watching um, is a trope. It's and rather than for me, rather than um, canceling it, saying all of these movies are canceled because, you know, this is terrible. It's. I watch it with the idea of like, I understand what is being said here. I understand the motivations behind it and rather, you know, and rather than absorb it in the sense that, you know, I am a woman and I need to be destroyed um, or, you know, I am a woman and only good girls uh, prevail, you know, they, because, because, you know, I've, because the good girl has resisted, you know, the, the, the lure of satanic music and heavy metal and premarital sex, you know, then only she has the power to overcome, you know, this otherworldly evil, um, you know, yeah. And all of that shit is problematic, but I mean, I watch it now, like understanding what it is and sort of processing it and, um, there's looking at it in a larger worldview and, and how I approach the real world, which right now is fucking scarier than any, any horror movie that's going on right now. Um, you know, it's it's. I think horror horror movies in and of themselves, um, and I'm going to get into this in the next episode that I'm going to be recording about addiction and horror movies. Um, they're a way to process trauma, and I think that's the interesting thing about the Final Girl. When you're a woman, and especially, you know, in the '80s, being a young teenage woman, uh, adolescent girl, teenage, you know, young, young, young woman watching, you know, Nancy and, and, and these movies and putting yourself in that place almost, you know, you're, you're watching it from the perspective, like, all right, here's somebody that kind of looks like me, who's kind of the same age as me. And she's, you know, up against this horrible thing. And, and it's like, it's almost like you're experiencing it as that character. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I related a lot to um, Ripley. 
like that for me. Yeah. Like you could see how she's scared and she's got so much adrenaline coursing through her veins and she doesn't really want to touch these weapons, but she's going to like, she's going to, she's going to fucking survive. Like that's that idea of she's totally traumatized, but in the moment she's got her wits about her and she's like, she's focused in a way like that the Marines can't be focused. Right. 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 You're like on, on your phone there. What are you? What are you looking at there? No, I'm. I'm <laughs> you got a map. You're trying to figure out how to get to. Because <laughs> we got to go to. The, we're we're recording right now at Malden Access, um, but then the next episode will be with yes, and you have to get in the the lovely velvet painting mm-hmm. um, that that's hanging in this airsats you know <laughs> podcast Our podcasting studio. Our pop up podcast yeah. studio. But yeah, I'm always mesmerized by this terrible velvet painting here. But I'll, I'll probably take a picture of it and put it up on the Facebook page. And yeah, I, it was a plug for the Facebook page, Stay Scary Podcast on Facebook. Go on. Well, I just wanted to circle back and just kind of say that like, you know, the final girl, there's the, the aspect of the, you know, fighting back and defeating the monster, or the evil or whatever it is, or um, it's, there's, there's a, there's a, an element of just surviving. Like I'm just trying to survive or they're actually fighting back. You know what I mean? Uh, one being conscious, the other yeah, being and, just instinctual. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. and sort of one being, I mean, part of what I was thinking, it was like, you know, in alien and aliens, uh, we, we were talking about the maiden crone and mother and, and the, the evil is actually just a female is the crone animal that's trying yeah. to protect its young, you know, whereas, you know, uh, Friday the 13th or Halloween, particularly like Halloween, the evil is uh, an individual who has an evil drive to kill people. Yeah. Um, and the, the final girl character can, it, th- there's the flexibility there of what the final girl is actually doing in terms of fighting back or just surviving. Fighting or you know? fight or right. flight. Yeah. yeah. Right. It, where is she in that right. spectrum? And, and she, and she, she swings be? between yeah. the two. Like mm-hmm. if you think mm-hmm. of all of the ones that are really classic that we talked about, they swing between the two a lot yeah. through. Yeah. They're either hiding or they're like, okay, I've got the weapon I'm hiding and then I'm going to fight. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. how do I fight this? I'm going to go hide and think about how to fight it and then figure it out. Yeah. Right. 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 (sighs) Heavy, heavy stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Heavy stuff. Lisa, you have got like gold here. You are just like, you seriously. (laughs) What, with the the podcast in general? Because there's so many like psychological things to it. There's philosophical things or things about like a greater society that you're talking about. But you're also bringing it down to like a genre that you know so well that you've watched things multiple times and looked from different angles. And And I'm just fucking creepy. And (laughs) no, it's fun. It's really fun because like there's things like that you're talking about that I'm like, oh, if I go back and I watch that movie, I could like look for that thing that you just told me. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, hopefully other people will come away with the two. And I'm sure there's going to be, like, what about Scream? Okay. Yes, we know about Scream. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to mention Scream because that is right. a final girl trope and the movie, the final girl. But I'm just not, I'm not a huge fan of the Scream franchise and you know, I'm aware it of it. I've watched it. Than that was my, my caveat. But yeah, but my I mean, caveat yeah. is more that like, yeah, Scream, 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 the Scream acknowledges films, the trope. Yeah. And also, I mean, Scream, to me, the Scream films were comedies that were based on 
on horror cliches and tropes, not right. really horror films. I guess they were scary to some people. Yeah. I never, I, I found them funny, but not certainly not scary. Yeah. I, I, did, I, did I appreciate not watch, I what watch, they're trying I to do. I watch comedies for a reason and I watch horror for a different reason. And I never watched the Scream movies for the reasons that I watched horror films. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I've got a question for you. All right. What about um, the new Jordan Peele movie? Is that a final girl? <laughs> Is it them? Is that what it's called? Or us? Us. Us. Yeah. Right. And I was actually thinking about that too because I haven't seen it and I haven't, I, I don't, haven't I've read it. a few reviews, but I haven't, I don't know that much about it. And I'm not sure that the, I think that there's a. I just watched Get Out again. Girl. So I'm just like, yeah. yeah and I was yeah, thinking yeah, about Get, Get Out, Out too, is, which yeah. doesn't obviously doesn't really no. have a final girl. It doesn't have a final cliche, girl. But, but, but that's another whole, I mean, we could, you could mix the Does two it? things. You've got Did, the final girl it? and then you've got the whole like. I'm curious. Yeah, now. no, I mean, there's there's movies that I there's movies where you know, the, and same with Bird Box, where like there's such yes. a like, such a surge of like mm. you know craziness around it, like oh my god, I just saw Bird Box, Bird Box, Bird Box, I Bird saw Box. It before and so people I started freaking out about it, right. yeah. not realizing that um, it it had like it had all this like people were like freaking out and like trying to replicate it, and like I, like I watched it on a whim. I was like, oh. Cinder Bullock's in this movie. Oh, it's supposed to be sort of psychological. Okay, I'll try it. Mm. And and then I told you I don't – I didn't know sort of what was going on yeah. for the first couple of like – Well, there's like a lot things. of people who I gather like just didn't know what the fuck was going on with that movie. But yeah, I mean I, I usually – with movies like that and Bird Box, I let it set for a while yes. like after the craze is over and then I'd be curious to hear it. what you guys think after yeah. the fact because yeah. it hit it hit a couple of notes for me so it was I liked her in it because she was playing sort of a non-traditional character that mm. she would normally play mm-hmm. she was really an anti-hero which mm-hmm. I liked and it was also the it's like the apocalyptic yeah. you know it's in that category apocalyptic what right. happens when society breaks down kind yeah. of thing mm-hmm. and then um um, yeah, and then the big bad was completely unseen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. completely unseen throughout yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, and so that was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this is great. I want to thank you guys for coming. And, oh, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. And Felicia, do you have anything coming up with uh, your podcast? Um, um so Saturdays, Boston Free Radio, but this will be not out by the time that that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can hear me on Saturdays, Boston Free Radio, right on. Uh, 6 mm-hmm. to 7. And I have uh, four new guests coming up. Right so. on. Cool. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. So how do you think I did as a pinch hitter? Strike out? Uh, foul you ball? You were such a good boy. You a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good boy. Yeah, I don't know if we have anything to promote. Do we have any shows coming up? We don't. We not, don't. not anything in the near not future. Anything, yeah, not Although anything by the right t- I figure by the time we do post-production and get this thing up, maybe it'll be closer. But yeah. look for Bikini Whale. We've got a Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out in the backyard, I think barbecuing. I'm, I'm yeah, ho- singing yeah, with out. the dog. I'm holding out. I do not have a podcast Farting to in the bed. I think I'm the uh, last white man in North America who doesn't have a podcast. That's okay. You can hang back for a while and I'm really gonna, figure it out. I'm going to do it. I'm going to hang back. Yeah. All right. I think I'm just going to pinch hit for other people's podcasts. Sure. sure. I want there to be a podcast called Getting a Better Finger Hold. Yeah. <laughs> finger caught. And I'm going to get business cards. This is the Finger Bang Podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Exploring the lagoon of mystery. Bring your power bars and your finger cuts. Uh, so instead of snap. What is that? What are those? What are finger cuts? So